Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or are you the alien who sent the mysterious wow signal in 1977 and you're wondering why no one's bought you back milk from the shops yet? No one knows where the wow signal came from, Tiernan, but it definitely wasn't an alien sending its shopping list. Oh, wasn't it? Are you a mythbuster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids' mystery podcast. And we are the Busters or Trusters. We look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained. Like, why can't you count more than seven potatoes? What are you talking about? You can count as many potatoes as you want. Nah, listen. One potato, two potato, three potato, four, five potato, six potato, seven potato, more. What if I want eight potatoes? That's weird. We should replace you with a potato. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detectives. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case fact or fluff? Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me? Because truth is stranger than fiction. What if it's fiction based on a true story? Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on the previous cases. So stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start putting together your case. Before that, here's a quick message for the grown-ups. Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. The case. Nope. A clothes presser? Really? How boring. What are you looking at, Tiernan? Oh, I'm just going through my family history records. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. I've always wanted to do that. I bet you found all sorts of exciting facts about your ancestors. No, not really. All my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents were boring. That one was a human. His great-grandma was also a human. Yawn. Um, how is that boring? Everyone's ancestors were humans, like we are. I was just hoping I descended from at least one alien. You know, great-great-great-great-great-granddad Egbert, blacksmith, came from Mars. Something like that would have been really great. I just wanted to be like the Sumerians, you know, who were part alien. I don't think the ancient civilization of the Sumerians are part alien, Tiernan. But how about I give the chief detectives a few facts before they even think about deciding for themselves? Yeah, I suppose. I just... Can't believe my great 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 grandmother was an emperor. So boring. 
Right, okay. Anyway, the Sumerians are thought to be one of the earliest known civilizations in history. It's assumed they first settled around 5,500 BC, which is over 7,000 years ago, and lived in the area of Mesopotamia, which our regular chief detectives may recognise from our episode about the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Mesopotamia was a historic region in a place we now know as the Middle East, and more precisely, around where today you can find the country of Iraq. The Sumerians are believed to have started some of the very first cities. They may also have been the first group of people to use many farming skills that are still used today. And if you, at school, have ever made a 360-degree circle, measured time in units of 60, like seconds or minutes, or if you've measured anything in feet and inches, or even bought a dozen eggs, that means 12 eggs, Tiernan, then you have the Sumerians to thank for that too. They invented those math systems. And one of the earliest examples of writing that has ever been found was in Sumerian. The famous tale of Gilgamesh, the 3,000-line poem about a king who battled a monster, is thought to be based on a real Sumerian king. It's thought the Sumerians lasted for nearly 4,000 years, which is a very long time for an ancient civilization to be around, but there is still a lot of mystery around them. Many historians and researchers have argued over who the Sumerians were, where they came from, and if they really even existed, or if there were many different groups of people that have now been mistakenly grouped as one. Some people also have slightly wilder theories about where they came from, including a few who think aliens created the Sumerians to be their servants. Which is exactly what happened. Uh, I mean, up to our chief detectives to decide. Did the Sumerians descend from aliens? Or... Is it more likely that their ancestors were from another part of the world and just found Mesopotamia a perfect place to settle? I may not be able to find any alien ancestors in my family tree, but here's some evidence that will help our chief detectives stay firmly rooted in Team Truster. First piece of evidence. The first piece of evidence is the gods that the Sumerians believed in. They were called Anunnaki and were believed to have come from the sky and down to earth. You know, a lot like a UFO might have done. They were meant to be of a very big size and have incredible powers. In images and sculptures of them, the Sumerians often gave Anunnaki wings and items that look very similar to modern wristwatches. These gods were meant to decide the fate of humans and the one named Enlil, the god of air, was meant to be the one in charge of the others. The Anunnaki gods were worshipped not just by the Sumerians, but also civilizations after them, including the Akkadians, Assyrians, Babylonians, Hurrians and Hittites. Some of their stories are similar to other religious texts we know well, including a great flood much like the one that Noah survived in the Bible. A writer called Zechariah Sitchin learned how to read some Sumerian texts, and he believed that the Anunnaki were an advanced race of humanoid aliens who came to Earth and created the Sumerians using uh, alien science to help them mine for precious metals, especially gold. This fits with one of the Sumerian texts that has managed to be translated, called the King List. This is a clay tablet, which means a flat piece of clay used for writing, and it lists all the leaders of Mesopotamia and how long they ruled for. The first entry says that the kingship descended from heaven. Oh, come on, Tiernan. You know, as well as I do, that there is no proof at all that the Anunnaki existed, let alone were alien beings. 
Nearly all of Zechariah Sitchin's writings have been criticised by real scientists and historians. Other researchers have also said he didn't translate Sumerian symbols properly or took them literally. That means he decided how they looked to him now were what they meant. But actually, those symbols could have meant something very different in ancient times. The Anunnaki were, like a lot of gods, worshipped by ancient civilizations, and while some were meant to have come from heaven to earth, there were also others that lived in the underworld. The stories about them and big parts of the king list are definitely myths. According to the clay tablet, one king lived for 43,200 years. I'm pretty sure that's made up. And even though they are brilliant images and sculptures, the Anunnaki aren't wearing wristwatches in any of the sculptures. If you look properly, you'll see they're just bracelets, which have been around for thousands of years. But the Sumerians were very advanced in maths and writing, so who's to say they didn't have timekeeping methods too? However, that doesn't mean they were created by aliens. Okay, I knew bringing up aliens, or rather beaming them down, might be a bit much as a first piece of evidence. But it'll sound like less of an out-of-this-world theory when you hear piece of evidence number two. Second piece of evidence. Which is that no one knows just where the Sumerians came from. Some historians think they came from West Asia, which might explain why their language was not at all like the other languages in Mesopotamia at the time. But then other historians have suggested the Sumerians came from North Africa and travelled from the Sahara Desert, which was at that time more green and full of plants than it is now. And then they settled in the Middle East. This meant they could have brought farming techniques with them that ended up changing the region. Then other researchers say the Sumerians came from Caucasia, which is now part of Eastern Europe, where you would find countries such as Georgia, Armenia, Azerbaijan and southern Russia. A study in 2013 looked at the DNA in four ancient Mesopotamian skeleton samples and the results there showed they came from the Indus Valley civilization, which is now where you would find Pakistan. Isn't it unusual that even with all the skills we have today in researching ancient peoples, that no one can work out just where the Sumerians came from? Is that because they didn't actually come from anywhere and were made by aliens? Again, just because we don't know where they came from, doesn't mean the answer is created by aliens. Some other researchers think they came from Mesopotamia originally too and were maybe descended from a group of people called the Ubadians who were said to have been very skilled in many of the areas the Sumerians are now credited for like farming, pottery and weaving. So that could also be the case but it's very hard to find out exactly where they originated from because they existed over 7,000 years ago. And the areas they built cities in have now been the site of conflicts for many years, meaning it's unsafe to go and research or do archaeological digs. The Sumerians were also very well-travelled merchants, which means they bought and sold things for many miles away. This could have caused confusion when looking at their relics, as many would have come from a different part of the world entirely. OK, that does make sense. I can imagine it's hard to find things from over 7,000 years ago. I often can't find my keys and I've usually only put them down somewhere 10 minutes before. But the third piece of evidence shows yet again that the Sumerians were really unlike anyone else on Earth. Third piece of evidence. The Sumerian language isn't related to any other known language. In the Mesopotamia region, most other languages that were spoken by civilizations, such as the Akkadians or Assyrians, can be traced to what's known as Semitic languages. 
The term Semitic means relating to any people from the Middle East, and the Semitic languages are just one group of over 400 languages spoken in the area of North Africa, West Africa and the Middle East. But Sumerian doesn't relate or match to any of them. It's got many qualities to it that make it very unusual, and as a result, it can be very tricky for those studying and researching it to translate. Even though at first they used hieroglyphics like the ancient Egyptians did, the Sumerians then began to write closer to how we do today, in something called cuneiform, which means small symbols like letters. Archaeologists discovered a lot of clay tablets covered in this writing, in the area where the city of Sumer once was. But they've been unable to work out just what all of it means. Is that because it's an alien language? That is really fascinating and so unusual that there is a language that even today, with amazing language experts, it's still hard to understand and translate. That could be because the Sumerians travelled to settle in Mesopotamia or because they developed it themselves without influence from others. They did eventually end up speaking Akkadian, which is a Semitic language, and so there is a lot of Sumerian writing from the latter end of their civilization that can be understood. And, I should say, nowhere does it say anything about aliens. Maybe they weren't that keen for everyone to know. I've seen those shows where people find out about their history, and it's not always what they wanted to hear. After finding out some surprising news about just where his ancestors came from, Gordon has unusually had to travel to the National Space Centre to speak to Claire, an expert in this area. Go on then. I'm really excited to hear all about just what my ancestors were like. Uh, are you sure? You might not like what I've got to tell you. Oh, of course. It can't be that bad, can it? Well, I've gone back through your whole family tree and it appears that you are indeed directly related to Zargor the Destroyer. <laughs> oh, he sounds like a laugh. What did he do? Zargor was a notorious alien warlord who destroyed billions of star systems. Oh, so my, my surname Destroyer isn't French. My dad always said it meant we were of Stroyer. Oh, I'm afraid not. Your ancestor was awful. One of the most awful people in the entire universe. Did you know he once turned a whole advanced civilization into space slugs because they didn't have the flavour ice cream he liked? Oh, that's, um, that's really not nice. No, it isn't. Uh, Zargor also made someone eat a whole moon and he was known in seven star systems for making a whole galaxy do an embarrassing dance in front of its mum. How does that make you feel? I, t I don't know what to say. I know, it's a lot to take in. Gordon is understandably shocked. I thought I was from Winchester, but it turns out I'm related to the worst alien there ever was. I feel very spaced out. But Claire has some good news. It does say here, though, that it means you are officially the owner of two horse nebulas, six meteorites and a space worm called Greg. Oh, that does make it better, actually. I've, I've always wanted a space worm. If you follow my colleague John, he'll show you on the map of the stars just where to pick it up. It should only take 600,000 light years to get there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I think I feel quite pumped about this, actually. I mean, maybe I'll even follow in Zargor's footsteps. Oh, please don't, or we'll have to make you live on the sun. Oh, OK. Maybe not, then. Bye-bye. Gordon now has a new outlook on life. I'd always wondered why I thought about taking over the universe, and I think this must be why. It's just in my blood. My strangely green glow-in-the-dark blood. 
I suppose I should go take over some planets then. Bye-bye. Oh, but the show hasn't finished yet. Wait, wait a minute. I don't think I'd want to be related to an alien warlord. No, I think it'd definitely make Christmas dinner quite awkward when you asked everyone what they'd been up to since you last saw them. What isn't awkward, though, is asking our chief detectives to put together the case. Were the Sumerians created by aliens, or did they just, you know, travel a bit before settling down? Time for an evidence recap. Evidence recap. The first piece of evidence is the gods that the Sumerians worshipped, who all had wings and were said to have come from heaven to the earth. One writer believed that meant they were aliens who then created the Sumerians to help them mine for metals. But that writer has been heavily criticised by other researchers. And the Sumerian gods really don't seem all that different to gods that other ancient civilizations believed in. The second piece of evidence is that no one really knows where the Sumerians originated from before they settled in Mesopotamia. Researchers argue about whether it could be anywhere from Asia to Europe to Africa. But it could also be from Mesopotamia. And just because we don't know where they came from, it doesn't mean they were made by aliens. It's very hard to find information about a group of people who were alive 7,000 years ago. The last piece of evidence is that the Sumerian language isn't like any other language. That makes it very hard to translate or understand. Which, again, doesn't prove they came from aliens, just that they may have developed their language themselves. So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a Sumerians descended from aliens mythbuster? Or a Sumerians descended from aliens mythtruster? We want to hear from you, and most importantly, which side you're on. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a mythtruster or mythbuster when it comes to whether the Sumerians originally come from another planet or something a little more grounded, like they were travellers that came from elsewhere on Earth. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name, age, what you think all the evidence means, and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. You can also send us a question on Spotify Q&A, but please get permission from your parents and don't include any personal details so we can publish them safely. We won't always be able to use all of them but we do love to hear them. And here are some thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on our last few episodes. We have had this comment on our Spotify Q&A from Nicole in response to our episode about Michele Mbembe. She says, Hello guys, I just listened to your episode and I'm a myth buster because dinosaurs are extinct. But sometimes I'm a myth truster. Well, Nicole... I'm glad you're a myth truster sometimes, okay? But you didn't put that here. You put bust here. So I take your first answer. Your team buster. You're mine. Oh, they were great. I think we've got the smartest podcast listeners of all the podcasts. Oh, no doubt. The very smartest. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives to find Bust or Trust. We'll even read out some of the reviews on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for some more Bust or Trust. Athena, I can't believe it. Look at this. What, what is it? Well, read this bit. It says, my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, three times removed, was, and get this, 
an alien. Oh, a alien. I'm afraid I may have been looking at those records earlier whilst eating my sandwich. That's no I or E for alien. That, that's some hummus. So you mean my great 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 grandfather three times removed was an I know that's right. I'm I'm so sorry. An Alan. No, I'm descended from Alan. 